0: Landline radio, landline radio, high energy, no filter. Oh yeah! Okay, very excited to be back here in Juno Studio with Kara Moriarty and Sarah Irkman Ward.
1: Hello, Jeff.
2: Good morning,
0: Monday, Monday morning, President's Day. Yes, so
2: it ha- is. Ha- happy three-day weekend.
0: It's a bit, it's a bit slow. Usually, everything's happening um you know on holidays and during session but today they've actually most meetings are canceled and there's really not much going on today.
2: Yeah some of us work every holiday though it feels like so we're here. Yeah
1: President's (laughs) Day to me is one of those holidays where I forget that I'm like why is the bank closed? I'm like oh
0: that's right it's President's Day. Especially during session right know. So I left the driftwood this morning and typically I'll walk over to the state office building and I'll hike up to the eighth floor in the elevator and then so same thing. I, I opened. Like, oh shit! It's President's Day. The door's locked. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: S O B was closed.
0: And the in, Sarah was talking about today. The wind.
2: It's crazy. It's one of those beautiful bluebird days in Juneau with a little kick of wind to remind you that you're still in Juneau. Yeah. yeah.
1: A little chilly. It's
0: I was working of Arctic out there. I was working late last night here, and then I went to. I left, and I went to go to the Palomini place, and I was. I just wore my hoodie. It was like cold. I mean, it was cold.
1: Right. It's one of yeah. those nights where you're like, how do the homeless people manage to not yes. like die yeah. on the streets? Like hit yeah. you in the face cold. Yeah, and you're, it's horrible. You fin- yeah, right. gloves
0: on, but my fingers are like freezing. Yeah, where it so. just
1: like, where it takes your breath away. Yes. It's, it's just like a train.
2: Right. Knocks you out.
0: So what are, what are you uh, ladies doing in Juneau? Now, Carrie, you've been here a couple of times because. Uh,
2: yeah. So. uh A few you know, times. You know, a few times. <laughs> Uh, This session, yes. Uh, You know, now that the Capitol is back open for the public, we had our legislative luncheon. Uh, We hadn't had that, obviously, since 2020. So we had all of our board of directors from the Oil and Gas Association down. And and it was clear that the legislature was ready to be with people because we had over 100 legislators and staff down at Centennial Hall, you know, socially distanced, box lunches, masked. And I thought, oh, well, maybe some aren't going to want to come. Yeah, the room was packed. It was great. I'm looking
0: at this lovely calendar here somebody made. Isn't that nice?
1: Isn't that beautiful?
0: I mean, it's a beautiful calendar.
1: Expertly put together. Whoever thought of this was clearly brilliant.
0: I, I, You know, I Blueprint Alaska. I know, right? Who who is that?
1: Strategy and policy. Mm -hmm.
0: So I I would agree that most of them are happy about things being back open, but some of them aren't. I mean, I think I was here last Mm year when it was totally closed. And, you know, I had the, the press credentials so I could go in there. Right. And a lot of people, let me tell you, they liked not having to deal with lobbyists and the public and whoever, because it was just... Even constituents, really? Oh, yeah. Huh. I think so. I think not all of them, but I mean, some of them Robbie really is enjoyed... I mean, I can
1: kind of get, but, but, like, your voters and your people? Well, huh. I, mean, th- I mean,
0: think about it. If it, you have 90, to, technically 90, quote-unquote, but it's really 120, but right. they have all these things to do. Right. And then, you know, if you have a meeting, every all these meetings, yeah. I mean, it's part of the job, but... It's also they're trying to get all the stuff done. So I think a lot of them were like, this is really nice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look how efficient I am with my time. Yeah, I
2: will say the only time I was in the building in 2021 was with my son's baseball team. Because the building wasn't open, so I didn't come down last session. But then uh, my oldest son's baseball team came down in July and they had just opened the Capitol to the public. And so I got a, a tour for the team and you've never seen... Uh, more bored 15, 16, and oh, 17-year-old boys walking through the state capitol. Right. Um, but one day they'll be like, hey, you remember that one time? Remember
0: that one time when we... you know Someday they'll appreciate yeah. it. Remember when we saw the government?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, there was not... A, you know, they weren't in session. But I actually learned a lot. It was one of the first times, I think, maybe the only time I've ever been in the building in 22 years, uh, either as a staffer uh, or as a legislator, that wasn't for work. I mean, I was in the building as an Alaskan, Learning about the history, the artwork. I mean it was a fabulous yeah, tour. Cool. It was very that would be cool. cool. Yeah. They, it was they awesome.
0: Have, they have these tours in the summer. They have did you do one of those with a yeah. guide?
2: Yeah. It was a, a, a volunteer docent uh, from the museum and he's a retired uh, attorney for the state of Alaska. He'd worked in all three branches of government. So he was just lives here. He's just a retired guy. That's give cool. him something to do so he was really fascinating it was great
0: so i was here probably in 19 or it was one of those times when they were going all these special sessions and it was like we were here in june or july uh, so there's all these the cruise board. cruise ship, ship people here right? right so they come you know yeah. seven or eight k- came over a group and they were in the Capitol, and, and there was a floor session going on and they were walking wandering around and i said what are you, where are you guys from and they're like michigan and like wisconsin you know they're group of people so I took him around and I kind of gave him the whole tour. <laughs> the and Jeff I, Landfield But, but I gave him the, the Jeff Landfield experience.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. And
0: they were like, by the end of it, they, were, they gave me like 20 bucks. And I was like, okay. no, I, I'm just... You know, then I was like, man, I should... I have an idea. I could do... But it'd have to be <laughs> the summertime. Un, the unfiltered yeah. tour. We, we, yeah. need, we need the special sessions in the summer because you have the d- tourists coming in. Yeah. And you give them the real... You know, like tell somebody walks by, well, that person does... It. Let me tell you about this person.
1: Right. Oh, the unvarnished version. Yeah. 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 The no uncensored kidding. tour of the capital.
0: That's what people want you know you got to give the people sure. what they want yeah sure.
1: although the artwork stuff is cool because
0: they yeah, have some like, lovely artwork yeah but, like i yeah. said
2: i i learned a ton I, it was you know it was fascinating
0: yeah no, know i think only one of i think 10 or 11 um capitals without a dome oh yeah, yeah that sounds I mean, right
1: our capital building is pretty lacking when you look at other state capitals honestly
0: i was uh last summer Couple days in Salt Lake City, and I went to their.
1: Oh, that's fabulous! Their, their, their thing
0: looks like D.C. almost. It's
1: like pa- yeah. they're palatial.
0: It's huge. Yeah, I know. Big dome yeah. and very yeah. huge building,
1: statues, and rotundas. Yeah, we, we. Yeah, fancy things. Mm-hmm. We're a little younger. We have a phone booth.
0: We do have those phone. People go sometimes talking there for like. If you if you folks listen, if you walk in the Capitol, right when you walk in, there's two or three phone booths, and they used to be you know phones, but now yeah, they're legit. Now they're just used for like if I need to make a call,
1: right? Well, if you need I need a moment of privacy or something, yeah. Right.
0: But they're still glass, so you can see.
1: You can see someone in there having it, a moment.
0: Correct. Yeah. got to be careful, what kind of moment they're having in there. You know. <laughs> tight fit with two people. That'd be uh,
1: <laughs> and on display I'm for sure, all the I'm, world to see. I'm sure that's. <laughs> it's it's I'm sure it's happening. This is Juno. It is Juno,
0: right? So so I want to talk about a lot of stuff, but first I want to talk to Kara about the most bizarre thing I saw uh, oh. a few weeks ago. I'm on <laughs> Facebook and I'm in one of these what are they called? The endless, uh, endless scrolls. Doom scrolling. And I come across this, you know, I've seen a lot of these Smithsonian videos and they're like, they're always cool, yeah. you know, informative. And, and I see like a plant, like a plastic like plane, I'm like, oh, what's that? So I click on it and it's like kind of this over the top and it's like, you know, COVID and some people haven't flown for six months and we're here with Jerry Moriarty. <laughs> we're gonna see if he can get his license back. And I was like, what the hell is that? Cause I know your husband flies yeah. for, so I'm yeah, like, that
2: was him. It's my favorite pilot. Right so he's there, like, in the, right he's, there. A, he's
0: in the simulator, uh-huh. and they're like, they're I think I forget they're they're simulating like a like a wind shear and a bird strike, and they're like, will Jerry make it?
2: Yeah, engine fire, blown tire, like end of days type. Yeah. Stuff. So so yeah, it was really fascinating. So Jerry was had to go through uh, recurrent training because during COVID, uh, Alaska Airlines offered pilots packages so that they uh, seen more senior guys uh, didn't have to work, had, got reduced pay, um, but it made sure that the junior guys didn't lose their job at all, um, you know, when flights dropped off. So as flights started to pick back up again in 2021, because uh, that was filmed in February or March of last year uh, when that episode was filmed, and um, so he hadn't been in the cockpit for over six months, like the narrator said, And so, and Jerry also has a small airplane um, and he was at Lake Hood last year. And, you know, this film crew was walking around Lake Hood and Jerry's checking on our 180 and the film crew said, Hey, uh, why isn't anybody flying today? You know, we wanted to, you know, get some coverage. And so this reality show is ice airports, Alaska, and they've done two seasons. They're actually here in Alaska now, uh, filming season three um, I haven't even
0: seen that. I mean, the first time I saw it was, I guess, when I came across it. Yeah, that.
2: yeah. So, you know, it's a Smithsonian channel. So it's, you know, not like you're, you know, it's not on NBC or CBS. So you kind of have to go looking for it a little bit.
0: You got you to get TLC. That's Yeah, um, well,
2: maybe not. Um, that's where the, so I've watched more reality shows now of all Alaska real, reality shows in these three episodes that my husband's in. But anyway, Jerry's like, well, it's a little foggy today. There's no one flying today. But why do you want to just take pictures of or film of people taking off and landing? That's really boring. You should come to the glacier with us tomorrow. And so, of course, you know, this film crew, they're from London, actually, and so they were like, really? You can get us on a glacier?
0: Not a not a, lot a, of a
2: gl- glacier? Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. Not not lot of gl- even, I'm not even going <laughs> to try to pretend they're English accent. So, not, a, not a
0: lot of glaciers in Western Europe.
2: Yeah. So anyway, so Jerry got a couple other of his buddies. And, you know, he's been a pilot up here for almost 30 years and flew all over rural Alaska um, and the North Slope and Northwest Arctic Borough. And he's been an Alaska pilot now for 20 one year so it'll be 21 years next month I guess.
0: I've, I've, I've flown with him before. Yeah oh good yeah, yeah.
2: so anyway yeah so he and then then of course you know when you're out on the glacier all day you're starting to tell stories and then he talks about how he's going back to work so uh Ice Airports Alaska had been in partnership with Alaska Airlines anyway and so yeah Alaska Airlines approved that they could go down to Seattle and be in the simulator with him and then he was in an episode on the Iditarod. So, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm married to a movie star now.
0: We're We're just kinda, a movie star. Just, the, the end just was, imagine. I know. The end was just so it was like, he was done. It will was like, he make will, it? Jerry, will Jerry get his license back? Stay and tuned.
2: And I'm happy to report he did.
0: He I, I, I assumed he was going to yeah. be fine.
2: Yeah. He's not
1: unemployed. And uh, yes. yes. I'm, I've
0: been trying to get the Sarah Irkman Ward husband podcast from security aviation for a long time.
1: Um. Keep. I'll keep trying, Jeff. But
0: because that's the that's the story I wanted to go back about. Everybody wants to hear that one. Ten years. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I. I personally think the glacier episode is really cool. It's um, you know, because it's just so unique. Like you said, not very many glaciers in Europe, and so, uh, and so anyway, it it was cool. It was a fun experience.
0: How many texts did you get from? I mean, I'm sure people came across that.
2: Yeah, a, a few. He got more of all of his buddies razzing him, like, oh, yeah, way to go, man. You know, so I bet. Yeah. Yeah. The the aviation world in Alaska is pretty tight knit. Yeah. Everybody knows everybody.
0: Yeah. So, um, so you guys used to work together at, now you're still at Karate Yoga. I am. You're a lobbyist. eh?
2: Yeah. So I've, I've, I've worked for the Alaska Oil and Gas Association for almost 17 years. I've been registered probably almost every one of those years in various capacities. So so
0: so no drinks and dinner on on you right not anymore (laughs) it's all to me these
2: days.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sarah get the bill. Yeah, pretty much. I'm like, who here is not a registered lobbyist? Oh, it's Sarah. Uh. Here's the check.
0: Thanks. (laughs) We'll we'll take two more bottles. We'll take two more bottles. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Right.
0: So, but yeah. Sarah, you left a couple years ago now, right? And started. Yeah, it's
1: actually been four years. So I got the the absolute thrill of working with Freya Yoga. And I'm not just saying that because Kara's my friend. Um, it was so fun.
0: It's because she's right here. I know, mean. yeah,
1: yeah. and yeah. I'm sitting
2: here. Got my son here. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. What's she gonna say? It's the best job ever.
1: <laughs> um, but we... Uh, so worked there for like five, six years, and then decided to do my own thing with Blueprint, and it's been four years. But still tight with oil and gas because once you're in, it's like a gang; you can't get out. Right? It's like you have to get jumped in and jumped out. Um, yeah, but, it's like but, well, also if you prick my finger, I'm pretty sure petroleum would come out. Like that's like I'm I'm in all in on that stuff. Um, but yeah, but I have I don't lobby, so I don't have to register. I just um, I do public like. Strategic communication and advocacy, so I don't have to register because I don't. I
0: used to work with AOG a little. I see some mm-hmm. releases come out sometimes. Yeah, some media relations
1: and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah and, and uh, Blueprint has helped us manage our social media accounts. Um, uh, you know, especially you know we're a small team. There's only four of us full time, and so you know when we've got a lot going on in the legislature or uh, we're in the middle of a conference. So Sarah and her team have helped us with the conference and. Uh, post live tweets through the conference and things like that Um, you know they're really a great extension and arm and especially you know sometimes our work is cyclical Um, you know for example you got a big public hearing coming up on some federal policy and we need help generating people to come out to support or to follow the hearing and sometimes when you're only a staff of four you just can't be everywhere at the Mm, same time so um, yeah so sometimes I may work with Sarah Maybe once or twice in a month. And then the next time, depending on what's going on, we're on the phone with each other like, you know, she was still in the office next door. So, right.
1: it yeah, it's been great. It's well, been a great of, partnership.
0: Sarah's one of, my, one of my go-tos, especially if I'm ever in a crisis. Oh, yeah, F- right. Crisis communications. Crisis
1: communication. I'm your huckleberry. Right. If you're having a really bad day, that, yeah, my phone rings. For a lot of people who are having <laughs> their worst day ever. I've
0: called you routinely with, uh, hey, Sarah, I'm going to I'm gonna do this. What do you think? And, and then you know,
1: usually I'm like, that's not a good sometimes idea. Sometimes you're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> Jeff. No yeah. unforced errors, Jeff. So so you, you
0: have you have a lot of clients now, right? I mean you're working yeah, with a lot I've of yeah I've got a no, good number, right? And you got uh, Cassie. Yes, yeah, so
1: I have Cassie Campbell working for me, who's uh, a gem. Also um Malia Bardo, who was the Senate Majority's ah. deputy press person last year, so I stole so, her away.
2: So she's on Senator Machicki's hit list. Yeah, is he's, that the he's deal?
1: He's not, I think he's
0: over it, but he was not initially well, thrilled. I, I mean I've been I think she's getting married, right? That's yeah, why. in May. She is. So so I've been, you know. Covered the legislature and mm-hmm. in the last year since really COVID, but I think it's other things going on as well. That building is quite toxic these days. So people have been leaving like right. crazy. I mean, a lot of staff have left. And well, she
1: wanted to be her fiance is in Anchorage. So she just wants to have a normal newlywed life. And, and,
2: and I can, I can say as a former staffer, cause that's, that was my first gig in Juneau was as a legislative staffer for a Fairbanks state Senator. And you know, it's, it's hard. You know, you pack up your house and you come down here and staff don't go back and forth like legislators do. And 22 years ago, they didn't pay for moving expenses well, and reimburse for any of that. So once you were here, you were here. Well, because
0: Daniel McDonald left, right? too. He was a press, the Senate press, long-time yep. press person. And Austin Baird left. He's with, you know, the Walker campaign. They right. done his own thing. So and then a whole bunch of others. So it's like you get this turnover of staff and then, you get this turn- turnover of legisl- legislators right. too. In the last four years, we've had a right. lot of new. There is a lot of new faces, yeah.
2: and and I really think I'm really glad the building's open again because, you know, for some of those freshman legislators, what were there ten? I think ten uh, yeah. freshmen. I think. In the um, last
0: in the last two in the last two elections, there's been, um, some like almost a third of the legislatures. Yeah. Right. So, and then so, the building shuts down. Yeah. Right? So
2: when we were down in, uh, Juneau, the first week of session with our board this year. For some of my members, and even myself included, it was the first time I met some of the freshmen in person. You know, I'd seen them on Zooms and had been introduced via that way, but oh God, I'd never, I never, been, never been in the opportunity to meet them face to face. Like, and one of them was an Anchorage senator, Senator Holland. It was the first time I'd met him face to face was when we were down here because everything else had been via Zoom.
0: Mm-hmm. And I've gotten, so I do my book club, we do it on mm-hmm. Zoom. And then I've been in, you know, how many, Zoom meetings, and I, I mean it's convenient, but I just it's it's really getting. I don't know about you too, but I'm getting kind of getting old. Well,
1: I mean, there's some things I think that will probably never go back to in person, but there have to, there, you have to make those human connections. That there's no substitute for reading, like I uh, reading a room, body language, undercurrents that mm-hmm. you're picking up that right. you just cannot
0: figure and out. I just seeing somebody and just having a little, you know, conversation about. Right. Well, something. and it, well, yep. and it was
2: so great, I mean, cuz I was down here a couple of weeks ago to testify on a piece of legislation in House Resources. And they said, oh, my gosh, this is the first time we've had an in-person testifier in over a year. This is so great. You know, like everybody from. Who, who
1: can believe that that I would mean, be something that people I mean, are t- celebrating?
2: Not just the legislators and the staff, mm-hmm. but like the the folks that support the legislature, the audio, visual people. Oh, right. They're like, oh, my gosh, a real life person. <laughs> you know, oh, hey, it's great to see you.
0: Another big change now is you know, they used to have gavel, the KTO people in, in the building on the right. cameras. Yeah. And they've got rid of all that. So now they have the cameras and all the. Committee rooms and, and the and the you know they have all those yep. cameras all over the building, which I mean it's easier to you know do from remote. Yeah, well, I did
2: my I did my Tim Bradner interview via Zoom this year where it was in the studio several years ago here in Juneau.
0: See, I, I missed the gavel people with the cameras because they could. Move the you know if was going on the They angles. can move the angle. Yeah. Right. They can still do that with the new equipment, but it's it's not as I mean, it's it, not it's as it's
1: pretty fixed. It's it's yeah. It's almost like a just a light an audio stream with yeah, what one if, solid image. What you are we gonna
2: what are we gonna do then if I mean, did they install cameras in the hallways during the end of session where it was scenes from the Capitol? They, where yeah, where did. everybody was in caucus and we were in the hurry up and wait mode of the end of session and you'd have, you know, James Armstrong doing his traditional somersault down. You know, they didn't do that floor? last
0: year. Yeah, I mean, they did that in 19 and that was only because 20 was COVID, the COVID happened and then 21 right. they haven't. Yeah, they had the cameras in the hallway and one time I got in trouble because I was it was 19. I was my first time here. You got in trouble. I put like a sign what? up. I was like, you got in the, trouble. Oh, yeah. Well, I was it oh. like, follow the Alaska. And they were like, they cut it off and they were like, stop.
1: Really? For like what? You can't promote anything? I guess like? not. I mean, I don't know. I guess not. Uh. <laughs> they were
0: They were pretty. They cut the fee. That,
1: that seems pretty uh, uh, ingenious to me, but
0: I was trying to use the, you know, right. Get, get the audience, right? You, right. That's your business.
1: Right, yeah. I'm like, hey, that's actually pretty smart. But okay, so noted.
0: So you didn't, you, none, you, you guys didn't come down at all last year. I,
2: I was been, not here for session yeah, at all. I have been I, here my, two years. I, I had my external affairs manager who was here and people would meet with her in our office, but there was no reason to be. Like every testimony I gave was all virtual. So there was no reason for me to be here in person last year because I had somebody working on my team that was.
0: Well, I'm really hopeful. So it's Monday, President's Day. I've been um, proudly, kind of loudly, I'm not a fan of these masks. I mean, if you want to wear the mask, i Oh, yeah. Cool with no, that. your choice. But, Absolutely. But they've done this mask mandate in the Capitol. But then you go to any event and you've, you've been to some events or go to dinner or go to bars and, you know, nobody wears masks. Right. But they have to wear them in the Capitol and the hallways.
2: And we had to use masks for our event at Centennial Hall because that was the city code at the time. Uh, and, and a the, month ago and
0: the city's has ch- since ch- changed the right. code on that right for, yeah if
2: i had my le- if my luncheon was today i don't think we'd have to wear masks today but we followed the law i mean we comply what is by the our- rule in the capital you right. have
0: to wear them and you have to wear them but like when you go in someone's office i've never seen anybody in their office wear them and then last week there was the um fairbanks chamber and aml had a thing at centennial and it was packed of you know all these right. legislators. nobody was wearing I mean, maybe like two people so anyways we're having a meeting wednesday morning I'm i've been petitioning my government <laughs> and uh, they're having a Ledge Council meeting Wednesday morning, and I'm very confident we're going to... Well,
1: I mean, the school district in Anchorage just dropped it, so the yeah, it's starting to happen. The, the, that wall is crumbling.
0: So I, I just... I will, I will... Whoever's listening, I will never talk about it again. I'll be quiet forever. Just take them off the airplanes.
2: Well, well that's, that's going to be, that, that's that's gonna be a long time. I was just
0: listening to an interview this morning with Rand Paul on, uh, I forget which, sh- one of these national shows, and he was saying all this came from CDC like these mask stuff, you know, these the moratorium and mortgages and all that and rent. So he says he's next week, they're doing some vote, some procedural vote on, on in the Senate about trying to get them to repeal the airplane mask thing. Which yeah. Is, yeah,
1: well, that's what, the, the, what I don't understand when people go all ballistic on the airlines. I'm like, it's, it's the FAA, which is the feds. Like you direct your ire toward the right. FAA.
0: Yeah, I feel bad for the, you know. Right, just the yeah, rank the, and the, file yeah, airline, the front, airline Yeah, the frontline
2: employees, I mean, you know, like we talked about my husband's a pilot and he will tell you uh being a CSA a customer service agent the people that we talk to when we're checking in or flight attendants right. hardest
1: job in the airline i can't even imagine the bs that they have right. been putting up with the last 2 years them and you know nurses and doctors my sister's a school nurse some of the stories she's told over the last 2 years i just yeah i mean i, I mean
0: I, I i i don't like words. but i mean if somebody asked me to, you know i'll obviously Oh i will it, respect, and, and your and I, respect wishes. I was in a business here a couple I walked in and they said, "Can you please?" And I said, "Okay." Sure. Yeah, they had one. You know, right. I put it on, but um, I don't know. I just, ooh, I just, I just like breathing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it,
1: yeah, and and just the inconsistency now is just so weird. Like you yeah. said, like there was some weird edict that came out about cruise ships a couple of weeks ago. Like the CDC was still recommending that you not. Cruise and have to wear a mask, and yet you go to Vegas and the casino floors are packed. Yeah, I was in Vegas, no I, masks. or, was, you know. was, or the hundred
2: thousand in... people at the Super Bowl. Right, the Super Bowl
1: <laughs> like, what? Wh- why are they singled out? And yeah. I think they've since re- reversed that, or are in the midst of doing that. But it's just like that's what I don't understand well, is the inconsistency.
0: I was in Vegas uh, with Doug Smith. Oh God, you know, know. Oh, And that's he has right. those season. T- so I um, went there, and I guess it was October. I guess, and we went. To, and you have to do the the clear app, and you have to be vaccinated, and you know all that. So I guess they checked that. But but I mean. Nobody <laughs> right, in this huge stadium was you know, and but then you go to other places and for me the the data is so clear, like if you look at florida and and Texas and like mass compared to like Massachusetts and California over the last couple of years, like the numbers are pretty much the same, like the deaths per hundred thousand and the infection I mean, it's not that much different,
2: yeah, and I think you know i I think as governments and legislatures and big institutions like airlines and school districts. I mean they're they're weighing a lot of factors. I mean, I'm on the school board for our small Catholic school and we did oh, a, oh, I really I didn't know that. Yeah, and so we did a survey of our 100 families and and you know, it comes out kind of 50-50. So, right. you know, you are trying to respect uh people being safe um and yet understanding and trying to follow the statistics and you know, When we were here the third week of January, numbers were really high. made a lot of sense for the municipality Mm -hmm. of Juneau or the city and borough of Juneau to require masks in their facilities. Numbers aren't as high the 21st of February. So, you know, I think it's it's definitely not an easy issue, and it's not black and white for people. The um, feelings and emotions range all over the place.
0: Now, the oil industry really had to deal with this, especially in Alaska with – Good slope, grief. yeah. yeah what a you know, this nightmare. was a big impact on the slope, and people come in. I think they were extending. Were not they extending? Maybe three and three on, mm-hmm. or four, just to, to
2: some, Yeah, some. Some. Com- every company did a l- little bit different, but yeah. I mean, when the height of the pandemic hit, we were on calls every day, Monday <laughs> through Sunday. Uh, you know, who's who's doing what? You know, what safety measures are you? Uh, deploying, um, you know, and then there were and then we worked with other industries like mining and fishing and the state where we would be on uh, regular communication, because at the end of the day, you want to keep your people safe. Because uh, safety is not just a buzzword. Uh, right. It's for a our real, industry. real thing. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a real thing. And it's legit. And we take it seriously. And I think, you know, we demonstrated that uh, we had procedures in place if somebody tested positive that there was a Separate hall and you know the camp that that's where they would go you know to try to make sure. I mean when you're in a closed camp environment like a, a remote oil and gas field or a remote mining field or a you know fishing that's, boat,
0: like, a, that's like a COVID <laughs> hot zone. <laughs> right? yeah. There's not you
1: so, don't have a lot of options.
2: But there right. was never any like massive pandemic just across the slope, and we needed to keep the community, the right. North Slope exactly. Borough residents, right. safe. Um, you know, because the healthcare facilities in those small villages are not great and or uh, very extensive. And so I, I think we did a great job. Did
0: you guys get COVID? COVID? I did. Did you?
2: I did. Back in October, I was Sick. fully vaccinated. Uh, yeah. So I was a breakthrough case. It was before the booster came out. Um, so it was the second week of October, I guess. And for me, it just felt like a massive head cold. And I had a headache for four or five days that I pretty much thought a bullet might be better, but um, I hate that when you get those. Yeah, oh, you just, when
0: you like close your eyes and you're trying to. Yeah. And, and I lost
2: my sense of taste and smell for nine days, which I will tell you is really weird. It's horrible. Yeah. It's really weird. I was eating all the protein bars that I don't like to eat because I couldn't taste them anyway. It was good for me, but lost weight.
0: Did you
1: get it, Sarah? No, I haven't. And I have, and I should have.
0: Like, Well, but I think a lot of people maybe they have, but they just never got I tested. I haven't been sick
1: or, in two years. Like, it's just bizarre because I've I mean, I've been vaxxed and all that, but I've been around so many people who have been, I've been exposed countless times. So I'm just convinced I'm bulletproof at this
0: point. I I had um, a year, year over a year ago to Hawaii, and I got tested at the capstone to go to Hawaii, and I was right. I got positive, and I said oh shit. Oh, so I had to, like, there goes my trip. So there, I had to wait I had to wait two weeks and reschedule it. Uh-huh. Um, but I kind of like joke like. I I don't know like I felt better than normal. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was never sick. Like <laughs> ten days I had a, it was you know start, when it was still ten days so I just in my house for ten days and I was like I feel great. Right.
2: <laughs> just, I, and none of my family got sick. They they sequestered me into the into the bedroom and you know my my daughter we had this trip planned in like three weeks and my daughter was like no don't talk to me don't breathe on me she didn't want to get sick and covid mom yeah yeah and of course i'm the safety mom oh great safety mom ha 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 safety mom she's the one who gets sick so it was a big joke in my house so i want to ask
0: cause you guys have both been around campaigns and politics what do you think about this new ballot measure uh you know ranked choice open primary because i think it's it's coming here pretty soon we're oh, it's less, coming in, in less than six months from the prim- well, primary primary
1: Well, I have to be, I have to disclose that I have, I have a, that's one of the reasons I'm here is I have a contract to work with Alaskans for better elections on Republican outreach, actually. Oh, good. Well,
0: because.
1: To help Republican candidates and campaigns learn how to use the system because love it or hate it. And I worked on the no on two. (laughs) So I'm not, I'm still unsold on ranked choice voting, but guess what? That's how we're voting in 2022. Well, and and
0: I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit worried because it's already, I mean, the ranked choice is, you know, longer. That's. November. But I mean to to impact or to, to convince to educate a population of the, the size, it, it takes a year, I think.
1: And you can't that's the thing and and to be clear, like I'm talking to Republican voters specifically. That's where my um that's what my contract is for to talk to those candidates that you cannot
0: ignore it. You, you want, if you, you wanna buy an ad on the landmine, you just let me know. Okay.
1: Well, we could should talk later. Yeah. But um Ignore it at your own peril, right? Like, I know a lot of people are still really angry about it and suspicious and mistrustful, and I get all that, Um, but that's the Supreme Court in Alaska has weighed in, and that's what we're doing. So uh, it's time to figure it out, and that's where um, I come in, is to help people figure it out.
2: Yeah, and I think, you know, looking at campaigns over the years, um, and I was, you know, I was not a a big fan uh, from a philosophical standpoint, but same thing, it's here. And it just means campaigning is different. And we're just going to wait and see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, we had our, you were there, you were at our conference in January. We're going to have another conference the 1st of September. And we're going to have a ranked choice at, at our conference. Not candidates. We're going to rank your favorite oil field. So you're going to vote on your favorite oil oh, field. Oh, clever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so, but it'll demonstrate, because the primary will be over. It'll be two weeks after the primary. And so, okay. You know, for our should. 500 attendees, like, okay, you're going to experience what ranked choice voting is like on your favorite oil field at our conference as you're preparing for the election in November.
0: Let me th- recommend, maybe oil field's cool, but do do favorite beer, favorite wine. You'll get a lot of people that'll <laughs> I've seen a, I've
1: seen a lot of people do seafood um, as an yeah. example. I think, that, yeah, the better, the, the more relevant the example mm. is to people. I mean,
0: I love the open primary. I think that's great because for years people, you know, these two ballots and it's always a problem in some of these, People want to grab the different ballot, you know, the Republican ballot, Democratic ballot. So the one prime, the one primary ballot, I like, and I actually like the concept of ranked choice voting, but it's the mechanism of getting people to be familiar enough with it when they right. go vote and seeing right. these four people and these bubbles and nobody's and to people not don't shoot vote.
1: themselves in the foot. Like there's some people are like, well, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to vote for my one person and that's it. And not understanding that there can be some serious uh, unintentional well, if, if, consequences of that if you really feel strongly about a particular political philosophy
0: and, and you measure republicans and i think the, pro- the problem is going to be if there's like you know Dun- for example the governor's race dunleavy and some republican maybe like a Kirkatype type or a pierce a lot of those people who are frustrated they have many people have told me i'm just going to vote for the for the one well if if they drop off first then that, that ballot essentially goes away it's
1: called they it, the ballot's exhausted and then they're done and so, then they're sitting on the sidelines while everybody else votes to be clear i do not love that um but that's that's literally what will happen, so that's there's a lot of um well, and, discussion to be had
0: on, on the other side, we have had a lot of elections I think Knowles twice um there's been some other ones where they've won with you know less than fifty percent because there's right. a third person, so you know you can with three people in the race, you could technically if the votes won a certain way, you could win with like forty percent
2: sure and mm-hmm. I think even and, less. I, and i and I know that that was one of the main arguments for the proponents that somebody should have more than 50% of the overall vote and so as these votes get recounted you get to that 50%. Um, and so I think you know what Sarah and the team are going to try to do is really important because you know old fashioned people like me they may want to think okay I'm going to go vote for Jeff and that's the only person I'm going to vote oh, thank for you. or, or thank I'm going to yeah, vote yeah. Thank you, Carol. Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Jeff. yeah. Or the, I'm going to go Jeff 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 Jeff. But but not understand that uh, let's say you come in third after the, uh, you know, the, the first, first, the first eliminations. round. Eliminations. And after
0: Jerry and then yeah, you know, Jason. Sorry. Yeah, Jason. Yeah. 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 Jerry, Jason, Jeff, <laughs> and yeah. John, right? Right,
2: right. And so, but but if you had a few more second place votes, you might knock off Jason. And so mm-hmm. that's why it's really important for people to understand you really truly do need to rank uh, your ballots if you really want your candidate to win. You can't just vote for your candidate and trust that that's going to be enough
0: and i think the races where this is really going to have an impact are the governor's race the senate race right. Danya, i mean maybe some higher higher profile legislators, but, but not as much for the most part yeah. i think you know it's top four go to the general mm-hmm. i think in a lot of cases and especially this house maybe some of the senate races you're probably only going to have four people three or four maybe five or six okay in the primary so it's It's not going to be like...
1: Some California 25 candidates on the I mean, right right? now,
0: there's already 12 people in the Senate race registered, and Chewbacca hasn't registered, so that's 13 when she registers. I mean, I think there might be up to 20 people in the Senate. Now, some of them are kind of, they don't do anything. Marginal. Dustin Darden's in there, David Darden's in there, those types, but it's still, you know, you have to pick one in the primary, and I think that's another thing people still don't understand. Even people who, who are smart and follow this stuff, they think you're ranking the primary. right. Which, which you're not. You know, you pick one,
1: right? And A lot of, lot of uh, education to do on just how to vote. Something and else
0: I've heard. They say if you win, if you get fifty one percent in the primary, then you win, which is not true either. Right. That's no, right. it's fifty
2: one percent of the general. The general. If, but some, if you come out, if you come out with fifty one percent after the, the first gen, the round, yeah, after the first round, then they don't re rank or recount those ballots. Right. So.
0: But there's been people who have many people have said, "Oh, if somebody gets half of the vote or more in the primary, then they." No, and I said, "No, true. no, that's not right." You know, yeah. these, some of these people are like, people, I'm not going to say names, but people people you you would think would be really
2: informed well, uh, about. I will say I've followed more than one or two elections in Alaska uh, in my time, <laughs> just a and, few, <laughs> and I had to. It, it, it took until like after I got done with the ballot measure in 2020, of my own, to to really realize and have two really smart people explained to me, this is how it worked. Cause even I was like, Oh, but it took Mm -hmm. that. So I think again, the education component is really important. Whether you voted for the ballot initiative or not, doesn't matter anymore. Um, You need to know how to use it. You need to know what it is. Um, And I think that even though the outcome is only going to maybe influence some of the higher profile races, I think the education is probably even more important for state legislators because there's going to be so much noise, and it's really hard to cut through the noise and the clutter. Right. So for these local state House and Senate mm-hmm. races, the education mm-hmm. of how to vote is really important because they're not going to have time in the limited bandwidth that they have to get attention in their districts to educate their voters. they got to be talking about why they're the candidate. Well, what's
0: going to be interesting, I think, is how do the campaigns... To watch how the campaigns react, how they approach campaigning to the voters and how okay. they appeal. To, you how know do that. people
1: team up? If, mm-hmm. if I'm your number one, she should be your number two. You know, if I'm, if I, the way I've heard it explained, like you should have your top choice and then you, you rank top choice and then acceptable. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah. then you get to unacceptable and yeah. you leave it blank. You yeah. Know? And
2: it's sort of like, well, I know you really want Sarah as your prom date, but. Can I be your second?
1: Right.
0: Can I be your second? Can I be your plan B? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Backup. Backup. Yeah. Day. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, but there is some. There is <laughs> the, some sa- the safety <laughs> pin. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You have
1: to. But the, yeah. you have to talk in ways that people understand. Right. right. Like, um
0: I saw, I think I saw somewhere uh, somebody shared this YouTube video, and it was it was like two different people oppo- like opposing. The, you know, they, but there was a rank, and they were like, "Look, if you know, you don't, okay, well, she's okay too. You know, kind of that you're talking about." Right. So, okay. but they did like a joint ad. It was kind of, kind of weird. And that's
1: going to be that's the stuff like as political junkies, like I, that's going to be fascinating to see if anybody will kind of go the, that route. We'll just have to wait. And and how do you poll? Like, how does a pollster? Well, I was talking to you know Matt, Matt, Matt Larkin, Ditman, right? So, and he was telling me
0: it's really it's much more difficult to poll this than if you're just like here's five people. Who do you pick?
1: Right, right. Because it, it, it
2: polling becomes more expensive because you can't just ask who's your candidate. Well, if they don't win, who are you going to vote second? And then who you going to vote third? Who you're going to vote fourth. And in polling, every question costs cash, mm-hmm. and so the more questions, the more it costs. And again, back to you know my sympathy for state house and senate candidates, they just aren't going to have those kind of dollars.
1: Oh
0: God, no! It's they,
2: they
1: barely have the dollars when it's a up and down question. Yeah, I mean a poll, a poll
0: unless you can tack onto somebody else's poll, existing that's, poll. That I mean that's five grand, five grand or yeah, at least to do to do a decent. Right, and it's really hard to get. Especially in a house district, it's hard to, just sam- to get sample a, enough people to... To
1: right. get a decent margin of error, right. it's almost prohibitively expensive. Right. That's, why, that's why I got to hit those doors. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why
2: it's nice that Ayoga doesn't... We can't endorse candidates, so uh, I just get to watch on the sidelines.
0: Is that because you're like a C... No, we're
2: that. a C6. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It's just we've had a long-standing bylaw that we do not endorse as an organization, state mm. candidates.
0: Yeah, that could get really loose when you start... <laughs> when they when a bunch of people lose and they're like, "Hey, we want to talk." Oh no, <laughs> bye. <laughs> yeah. Door doors closed.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we just we just don't it's engage. A, in It's the a state good policy hacker, yeah. just to
1: stay you, be policy
0: based.
2: So again, I just get to watch from the sideline. Yeah. So
0: it seems like so far, and, and you both are involved in a lot of these ballot measures, an oil tax or whatever it might be, or stand for you know salmon pro mm-hmm. so business. It seems like this time there's nothing really. There's I think the only one is this um, sovereign tribal sovereignty. Yeah, and, and
1: that might get passed through legislation. So there may that may. Yeah, I'm there's and there's bills,
0: there's some bills on that mm-hmm. now. But one twenty three. I, mean, I, I don't think there's any other bell initiative that I'm aware of. I don't think That's, so. Could be kind too, of a sleeper. Too late now. They the signatures were would be mm-hmm. you know, hard they'd be Yeah, they would have had to, to get. turn the,
2: yeah, they would have had to turn their signatures in before the start of this legislative yeah. session. And I think there was another initiative related to the permanent fund, maybe, but it was deemed unconstitutional. And then the second round I don't think they got their signatures. Mm-hmm. So there could have been another one, mm, and I, I can't remember. remember what I—I I don't remember all the details, but yeah, so far, yeah, there won't be any anti-business uh, sure. ballot measures this year. You're getting to,
0: you're getting to buy. We're, yeah. Wow. Well, well
2: or,
0: or, was or that or in the you, summer? Was that you? I think. Did you come up with Stanford, Alaska? Maybe. Was that, I heard that? So <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> fucking brilliant. Oh, I mean, thanks. Because. I mean, Stanford, well, of course you want a salmon, you know, that's, that's what, but know, then we do the Stanford last ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of one of the oldest
1: tricks in the book, right? You just take something and flip it, flip it. Right. It's, it's like a marketing thing, right? Plus it's just, it has a good, it was a good, plus name. it was true. It was I true. Mean, I mean, it was, it, that's what it, we were doing. It represented what that campaign was trying to do. It also had the benefit of being accurate. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was an
0: expensive one. wasn't it? both sides. It was yeah, and, no, but it was a very decisive win. It was a that was two, a, two to one, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, almost. it was a big win. It was yeah, 62 60,
0: Yeah, it's the only one
1: I've worked on where we passed the 60 percent threshold.
2: Yeah,
0: so what's the plan here? You're staying in Juno for the week? Mm-hmm. A what's, what's, couple
2: days. Yep, yeah, um, yeah, we'll be here tomorrow for Senator Murkowski's address to the joint oh, legislature yeah. and then uh, go home on Wednesday.
0: She's having a big, I saw somebody shared a, or somebody sent me a big fundraiser uh, she's having tomorrow night. And, yeah, and big, then big tomorrow, names on there. Ooh.
1: Yeah, but it's a there's a big minimum too.
0: The, the other, I just I just show up to those things and normally they let me in. Oh so.
1: well, you are Jeff. <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> so
2: so her address is tomorrow, but I'm also down for Alieska's reception.
1: We're celebrating the 45th anniversary of the pipeline. Yeah, oh, so is, is, ca- is that in the calendar? It's not in they? the calendar because they did not notify me. So let me make a pitch to your listeners, Jeff. Yeah, where's so, that?
0: I want to go to the Alyeska thing. Uh,
1: so that's the TAK, which is like a, a library, I think. It's yeah, a, it's a, a, it's a, we'll you. get you. We'll okay. Get okay. Yeah, yeah. Get I'm sure you're welcome. Yeah. Um, so, blueprints calendar, which every legislative office and the governor's office—I know the lead, the governor's office has it because I've been told they made bootleg copies and distributed them all around.
0: Oh, you gotta, you gotta get the courts involved on that. Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm thrilled. I love it because it's nice to know it's being used. But um, so I'm putting—I did it this year, just kind of. Willy nilly, but putting all the flying dates, big Alaska um, observances and holidays. But for next year, if people want to be included and they or beyond what's here, or if they want their flying added, let me know because this is done by literally Sarah Power, like mm-hmm. emailing and calling and texting. So if you want to be included and you want me to um, make it easy on me, just send me an email. I have a website you can Google me and just reach out and. That'd yeah, no, awesome. it's really. It's. I look
0: at it every. I look at. Each I week, use
1: so it. I, I travel with it now. I keep it in my bag. I'm like, what's going on today? Oh, look.
0: You know, I have some calendar experience. Yes, you do. That was uh, Mr. August 2017, Mountain Men of Alaska.
1: Oh, I was I, thinking of the speedo shoot. Why did I think that was a calendar?
0: I, well, I was. I was wearing uh, a. Tutu. Actually, I was wearing kind of a tie-dye, onesie type situation.
1: Oh, was it like the Borat?
0: Correct. Yes. The uh, yes.
1: Situation with the straps.
0: Uh, no, a little, little less revealing. But uh, anyways, <laughs> so I was, so
1: you were Mr. August.
0: I was Mr. August. Uh, I'm,
2: I'm I'm Miss March.
0: Really? Yes. What calendar were you in?
2: So there's a, a group of my flying friends, actually airplane friends. Um, a bunch of ladies have been doing this as a, a fundraiser for a charity, and I think we I think it was for the women's shelter this year, and it's the Women of Menopause. The Women oh, of Menopause Calendar. About,
1: look, okay, when you say Ms. March, you need to define what you're wearing because I'm like my oh. mind
0: immediately goes to. I'm wearing I'm Bikini, wearing all my fishy Bikini. wear. I'm wearing
2: all, I'm wearing all my fishy she's wear. Like,
1: she's like in a fishy outfit. So, so, yeah.
0: So I've pitched this on to Ella Eid, and I, apparently I'm not the one to make it happen. But I'm pitching a for years now a Women and Resources Calendar.
1: Oh, that would be such a cute idea. Well, as long no. as yeah, I could be in a hard hat. You could hat. have like a miner with a hard hat, fisherman, a, a, a construction lady with an orange vest. Tourism you could have guide. them all, but
0: I, you do want to. I, I told you, you, got to have one or two, kind of you know. Little, but they
1: need to be like babes.
0: Yeah, I got a couple, a couple maybe a little more revealing, but no, know, no, get, no, oh, no, no, no no, see, no, 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 no revealing. We're not doing, oh, that's why no, I get that's why I no, 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 no,
2: no. I'm in fishy wear.
0: That's where I get lost.
2: Jackets,
0: I told Becky and I said you know you're the front cover. Well, Becky's a total babe, but. Yeah. But so far, they've not taken my... I mean, I think you'd sell a lot of those calendars at the at the, these conferences. Everybody would buy them for the, you know, we're fundraising for ARE. For the ARE, yeah. yeah.
1: I think you're right. It would be really
0: cool. Women in resources.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great idea. But it's... Uh, that was also a lot of work. So there's a lot of cost. and You'd have to... They'd have to find a sponsor, but that shouldn't be... Apparently, um,
0: I can't be the point person on that, I was told. So. No. Yeah, it should be <laughs> a
1: woman, honestly. I mean... Yeah. If you're going to
0: on brand take my idea you guys can take it and run okay well
1: i'm sure ella's listening so ella
0: holla. She, she'll be listening yeah she's yeah. i've had her on the podcast she's ella's she's amazing she's well great. that's
2: a well it's a great organization i mean right. trying to what she and becky and her very very small team and their very limited budget you know trying to get into classrooms from mm-hmm. k through 12 about you know Alaska resource Development, yeah. yeah, I like
0: putting the straw in the cupcake and find drilling it, for oil mm-hmm. in find cupcake. It, finding the yeah. oil.
2: Yeah, we've done that at the conference actually.
0: Yeah. Now, what? what now, sometimes I'll do it where if you get the oil, you get like a prize. Right. Right. But, but I don't get the. I never got the prize. Yeah. Me, well, that's the whole lesson. Well, besides, is that most that, of the
1: time you're skunked. So, like that's. Mm-hmm. That's how this works. It's, there's risk involved, and you're not always going to s- strike for oil. It's, right. Hell, there's the lesson.
0: At the Aoga, at the AOGA conference in January, I bid. On the airplane, did you get it? So I got the airplane,
1: but you didn't win the
0: didn't win the two, miles. The hundred, the, the two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, two hundred thousand oh,
1: miles or geez. whatever it was. And
0: and whoever won, I forget some lady. I mean, no reaction.
1: <laughs> I know I would have done it was, it was bananas.
2: The for, it uh, she is a uh, permitter uh, from oh. Conoco
0: Phillips who like, won like, Robin. Mm-hmm. Seriously, zero. I mean, if it was me. The I whole, think she was stunned. The whole place would have known about yeah, it. Me too. I would have. Oh, like been hey, trust me. Went up in my chair when
2: I won the split the pot and tell Keaton at a basketball tournament. The whole gym knew <laughs> that I won two hundred and nineteen dollars.
0: Oh, I, I was gonna say, was it like five grand? <laughs> no,
2: it was two hundred bucks. But hey, you know, after sitting at a basketball tournament for three days, that's exciting. That's very exciting. So,
0: so I went to the the raffle, the education raffle, a few weeks ago for the PFD.
1: Oh, oh, that's right. You live streamed oh, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They
0: they did it at the um. The state office building mm-hmm. in, in the big in the big hallway. Yeah, and I had entered I think one or two, you know, entrants at hundred dollars each, and I was just I was because the governor was actually drawing them, and I had just been banned from going to the party the night before Oh. after the you know state of the state, so I was really hoping to win, you know, because I would have gone like berserk, <laughs> but I didn't get it. So
1: oh, well, that, that is a cool that's idea. That's big money. First place it was is. like fifteen grand. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. That was Senator Bishop's brainchild, yeah. right? And he was yeah, there. Yeah, he was that there. Was cool. he, he, he's always yeah. there doing it. Yeah.
0: It was funny, too. They had this big, you know, uh, metal, same thing you guys have for the, you put all the tickets in this oh, big. Right. The, the, drum, the metal drum. Metal and, drum. And, and there was a trooper there, and it was, it was locked with a, and it took the guy like, um, you know, a minute. I mean, they couldn't open it. Oh, Lord. It was like so locked.
1: Well, I guess that should give people confidence it was fair.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's, that's one of those things where it's like, you have to make sure there's a chain of custody, you know, because right. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah, you don't want to get sued. You don't want to get somebody, you know? Yeah, was, right. Somebody doing a little, little secret deal with her. Right, you're, you're gonna win. <laughs> wink, wink. And I'm gonna get it's like the yeah. mafia. That's like the mafia, you know? Right. They they, they, they do the lotteries and the and the East winner Coast.
1: is my mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs>
0: you, you know who won the lottery? This is true So You know who won like a big like multi million dollar uh, was um Whitey Bulger. No way. Yeah, yeah. He was he won a huge like millions. Of, his brother was you know he was a politician. He was in the state senate. And oh, he, he, oh yeah, he won. He quote unquote won. A, I think it was like millions of dollars. Well, that's, <laughs> and then he's like, they asked him, but he's like, yeah, I'm really lucky. Uh, sure you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. And, right. And there's four
1: dead people behind that. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> well, it was great having Sarah yeah. and Kara here on the on the podcast. Welcome to, to Juno. Yeah,
2: yeah, well, you know, the sun's out. It's uh, brought my son down because it's a three-day weekend. And so he thinks he brought the sunshine. So we're going to go with that.
0: Yesterday I woke up and I'm like, wow, it's... There's Sun outside,
2: yeah. Uh, one of our friends told us last night, Well, if he's the reason for the sun, he doesn't get to leave Juno, right?
0: He's actually right here. There he is,
2: yeah. Yeah, he's, he's telling, having a good time. He's
0: been operating the camera situation he's
2: well, I think there's probably a video game on there
0: oh, I, now. I, I, at this point, I, I, I was like, It's either a video game or like 800 pictures he's taking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff, thank you for the invitation, yeah, as thanks, always, yeah. and enjoy the session um i you know enjoy being part of the political process and public policy so it's always great to be here um but in all honesty i hope i'm not in the capital too much because that means they're doing something to the oil industry so <laughs> right. i i yes. no 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 so good news yeah so it's a kind of a healthy balance but um but anyway it's it's been a pleasure and always appreciate it
0: yeah well thanks for coming and and again if, if anybody ever needs any uh comms or communication or anything you got to give um, sarah a your Huckleberry. yeah especially absolutely. if you're in a crisis
1: Yep. Yep. Or you know, hey, you, good news is always something you should share too. Don't wait until you're at, having a bad day to tell your story. Right. Right. Because if you have to cash some uh, cash in some capital, you should have some goodwill in the bank before you have to start spending. I like it. that. Yeah. I right. feel. I
0: feel like I, you need to send me a bill for all the times I've called you and been like, Sarah, what do you think? I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this. Hey,
1: that's that's my goodwill. <laughs> I'm building up my goodwill bank with you, and someday, Jeff, I will cash it in. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Really, really nice. <laughs> just don't, just don't cross me. Right. Please do not publish that.
2: <laughs> or as or or one of my friends say, I'm nice until I'm
0: not. <laughs> so
1: that's how it goes. All right. Well, Cara Thanks.
0: Moriarty and certain Ward. Thanks for. I, I, it's so hard with Irkman Ward. It's
1: so awkward. Just whatever.
0: Last thing I'm going to say is you did that later.
1: 13 years into marriage. The you ward. know, any young ladies out there, when you're getting married, just bite the bullet and change your name. That's my advice. I waited too long and but now don't, it's, but
0: don't get divorced because then I've had other no. friends. They get divorced and then they, the name, the kids, and it's all. It's this, a mess, right?
1: But know. I, I, but I can't drop Berkman because I just that's my name. But so I just tried to add it, and now I sound like I'm trying to be like some you know supermodel or something. Then that's just obviously not happening. a bougie
0: debutante. Yeah, thing.
1: I have three names. I'm like <laughs> Prince with a symbol. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on, and
0: uh, we'll see you around Juno, and we'll, good. Uh, we'll do it again. Okay. okay thanks, okay. Jeff. Yeah, folks, right. if you have an idea for a podcast or want to do a podcast, get a hold of me and. Stay tuned for the next one.